I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Want truly hydrated skin? Meet Osea's Body Care Breakthrough Hyaluronic Body Serum. It's clinically proven to increase hydration by 161%. It's lightweight, fast absorbing, and delivers 24 hours of hydration for silky smooth skin without any sticky afterfeel. Treat your skin to clean vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code SUMMER. Hello, welcome to Are You Having a Draft? My name is Bradley James. And my name is Marcus Ellard. Joining us this week, we have two very special guests. We have, um, well, a returning guest for the draft, but also a new voice for you guys. That is our drafter, Philip Cairns. And we're also joined by a man who's flown all the way from the United States of America to record with us on our podcast. He might also be doing a movie in town as well, but that's a backup option for him. Jose Vasquez, who you'll get to know as Gomez in the upcoming Netflix series, The Liberator. Clang, name drop, plug, boom. Walton, they'll be very pleased with you, Bradley. Yeah. Um, And without further ado, let's hear what our guests have to say in our next episode of Are You Having... A draft. So, we are joined by two very special guests. One, who we welcome back from an absence. He had a caretaker manager on draft day in the form of Dan Charman. He's back and has taken over his team. Phil Cairns, how are you doing? Yeah, very well, thank you. I always thought it was Dan Charman, but you said, you said Dan Sh- Charman? No, he said Char- He definitely said Charmin. Definitely oh, said Charmin. Glad, Char- glad we've uh, worked out what standard of nitpicking we're going to be uh, experiencing <laughs> yeah. through this show. The guy who I've worked with recently on an upcoming show called The Liberator, which will be out on Netflix soon. Very good. Very well, tight, seamlessly tied in, Bradley. Little, little plug there. Jose Vasquez. Hello, everyone. It is good to be here. <laughs> Whoa, Jose. Hang what? on a minute. That's where are you from? What's the accent? <laughs> I am from the states, the United States of America. Originally born in Colombia, though. Well, so it's a, a mix of things. So this is going to be interesting, Bradley. Famously, a stronghold for uh, football or soccer fans. That leads us on to our first segment, uh, which we will be calling "Educating Jose." (laughs) 
Oh, very nice. So very nice. So being from Colombia, you'll be really familiar with that music. Oh, definitely. Really. Listen to that every day of life. <laughs> <laughs> Phil, what's that a theme tune of? Uh, it's the theme tune from Green Chill, which is a children's television program. That is exactly in the nineties. To open this topic, educating Jose. What is your knowledge and experience with fantasy sports? I actually did some fantasy football, NFL, National Football League in the States last year. Um, my agent called me out and he's like, hey, uh, want to hang out with us and do a league thing? Like, sure. What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> and now all it meant was we did a draft. I went to a friend's house, another client of his. We all sat around. Everyone had laptops and phones and everyone knew what the heck they were doing but me. This so he's got experience. He's he got experience, what we're but actual draft experience. Yeah. As well. yeah. How did the NFL draft work? Well, I'll keep it really simple because I honestly, even standing in that room, I was utterly confused. I didn't know what the heck they were doing. So they were all selecting, I know there was rounds, rounds of drafts, and mm. they were selecting players based on stats that I don't know how they got. I think they just listened to news. They took it in turns, right? So right, the- right, correct. Everyone had a turn. And if you got a player, you, you got him and no one else could get him. And did it go um, in an, a specific order? What was the order with which you were picking? Oh, I don't know. I just they just told me, Jose, it's your turn, and then I. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what I, that's, that's how I, I operated throughout the first four years of doing this. I think <laughs> when when you were doing it, did you know the NFL players? Yes, I, I knew you, most of them. Oh, okay, great. And did right. you know the people, the names of the people who you were drafting with? Yes, I did. Okay, that's that's a good start because many of the guys on our game don't know each other's names. Or the football. (laughs) (laughs) Next question. Next question. Um, In front of you, Jose, for those of of you that are listening and can't see this, these are the football figurines which you can see on our Instagram at Having a Draft. And in front of them is every single figurine. And Jose, first of all, first impressions, what do you think of the figurines? Fantastic. These are so intriguing. They are all in different poses. If you haven't seen these, Get on Instagram because there, there's a lot going on. I think I know one of them. Which which is your favorite kit? Um, man, I have to say this right here. Oh, oh he's gone for Yare's. Yare's kit. That's that excellent. one's really cool. No. Kind of looks like a superhero outfit. The guy that's sponsored by Pampers, that is a guy called Andy O'Neill, who on our draft night two years ago, his wife was um, imminently about to give birth oh. to their first child. And he was under strict instructions to keep his phone on and stay sober just in case the baby was born. And based on the kits alone, who do you think is going to win the, who do you think is going to win the draft? Because we will then obviously refer to your prediction. Mm. All right. Um, I'm going to just go with some of the information I do know. Uh, What was this fellow's name? Pampers? Andy O'Neill. Andy O'Neill. I think Andy might go first because of the the sacrifice. I can understand the possible price he had to pay. Andy finishing at the draft. We'll pop him in first place. Very good. Um, I'm going to go with this guy because he reminds me of Iron Man from the Marvel comics. Who's that? Is that? You never know. You never know. You never know who that might be. Maybe second. And then... um, (laughs) I have to go with Mr. Bradley. James I mean, he was always going to, he was always going to guess, the, he was always going to guess that. Artist, was you, but so. I do think you'll come in third just because 
the sacrifice. The sacrifice he made. Yeah. And Strike. then he Strike. looks like a superhero. Yeah, superhero. And then, you know, I think the rest is. So top three right there. Now, who do you think is going to finish bottom? Who's going to get the wooden spoon? Are you familiar with that expression, the wooden spoon? No, I'm not. The wooden spoon. So in the corner of the room, there's the wooden spoon. Oh, is someone going to get hit with it? <laughs> I feel like I got hit with it when you I did. Got, yeah, I usually someone gets hit with it. Without, <laughs> without a doubt, people are getting hit with the spoon. Yeah, <laughs> they then have to carry it home on public transport. <laughs> okay, fantastic. Um, I'm gonna have to say whoever maths is, just because. <laughs> Very interesting. Popping all the way down at the bottom. Okay, so we'll come Maybe. to those predictions he is later. Pathetic, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> We've done that. That's the most. That's the most important. So some important predictions there. Very, so, uh, very um, enlightening, actually. Very it, intriguing. Who you've picked? Yeah, I think so. Because I don't think some of them are a million miles away. No, because <laughs> you've been picked many in the top three. <laughs> okay. So look at. So we've got here. We've got the gym whiteboard in front of you. Looking at the teams in front of you, just look at the teams rather than the names above the teams. Look at the teams. Who like who do you like the look of? I remember I had a see. I thought this was I saw this on Instagram. Go on. The Jay Rodriguez. Oh yes. I thought that was my guy from Colombia. So uh, I had an inclination for there. But apart from that, Christensen. I like that name. Yeah. Almiron. I like that name. Do you know why Almiron should stand out to you? Why? So he currently plays for a team called Newcastle United. He was signed last year from Atlanta United. Ah. And you guys won the uh, yes, we did. MLS. I know, that. I know that one. And he was in the team. Major League Soccer Championship mm-hmm. Cup. Mm-hmm. World Series. World Series. You get, they won it. They won uh, They won it and he was he was the star player. Mm-hmm. They call Atlanta United. Atlanta United. United yep. They get 75,000 people. It's Again, draw. It's amazing. There's really? The stadium's all LEDs, and then it all changes to welcome in a, a an American football team as well. Yeah, I crucially, guess. both the both Atlanta United and the Atlanta Falcons have the same colors. Mm-hmm. Red okay. and black. Red and black. Yeah. So the color scheme doesn't have to sort of change. Are they like the Eagles or something? Like that? Have they got like a, a bird? Uh, Falcon. The Falcons Falcon, are the yeah. Falcon. Mm-hmm. And um, it seems from looking at the board and your what your feedback from the board is that you like red and green as opposed to blue. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, it, the blue looks like standard. Like that's what everybody's gonna. That's the list. So the blue is on draft day. All the blue names are who we drafted. Right. Then the green and red are changes that we've made to our teams, and oh. there's a there's a difference in. In the colours, meaning what type of change has been made as well. There God. won't be any more reds now till January. But the oh, greens okay. are just sort of like a straightforward sort of like transfer. All right, all right. Now, the other name that I, I want to point out to you is uh, number 14 on my team. It's a guy called Yeri Mina. Because he's also Colombian. Aha! So there's Mina. a Mina. See, Mina, Mina, Mina. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I feel like you're oh. give, I feel like you're giving Jose quite a lot of clues towards your team there. Bradley. Well, hold on, hold on. well, there's two legitimate reasons as to why <laughs> yeah, pull that. where he where he lives <laughs> yeah. right, and right. where he was born. Pete and he's got Dunk L Dunk. That's a good name. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a great name. And then Orgy Orgy. It sounds like something else. Orgy. That yeah. 
It's very intriguing. You say that wrong and people ask, start asking questions. He's a bit of a hero, actually, and in, keen. In for his team. Really? Yeah, he scored some very important goals last year. So who are you pointing at? I'm now? pointing at Pete. You like Luka Pete's team? Marcus. You like Luka Marcus's Marcus, team? Thank you. Uh, Bradley, because of the names I pointed out earlier. Who can blame you? Marcus, because of uh, Aguero. Uh, See, this is the thing. So I mean, this is quite, this is so so quite prejudiced, to be honest. So you go but again, the ones that I mentioned, those are like, there's a reason I'm, I'm yeah. being drawn to them. I don't know. Which list of players did absolutely nothing for you? Who have you not paid any attention to? Everybody else, really. <laughs> Who's I mean, like the most, who are you most ambivalent to? Which team do you think is Which just... means nothing to you? The Nick one? What is it? Yeah, a good choice. Yeah, Very strong choice. <laughs> sure. yeah. Sorry, Nick. Hey, sorry, man. <laughs> Based off of the names, we've got Marcus as winning the draft this year. Perfect. We've got Nick as finishing bottom. Good. Yeah. <laughs> good, good, good. From the figurines, we've got myself in third. We've actually got, you chose, Jose, you chose Phil the to come in second. Mm. As you can see now, the perfect likeness between the ah, two. Ah, okay. And you chose Andy as who you thought was going to win. Now, Andy is also, was the favourite of seven. We all did our predictions and seven of the drafters chose Andy. That's who they thought was going to win. Mm. Andy's been a popular choice this year. He's been a popular choice. Now, interestingly, for Wooden Spoon in the figurines, you chose Matthew Brummett. Matthew, oh man. And he is currently sitting bottom of the table. that's That's not a bad shout. It's not a bad shout. Based on kit alone... You've predicted where he's actually currently. Wow. And that was Educating Jose. <laughs> Very good. So, Phil. Yeah. Well, people have heard a lot about you, uh-huh. but we've not heard from you. Mm-hmm. How does it feel to be back? How does it feel to be involved back in the draft? Did you miss draft night? I, I missed it physically, and... Um, and I kept thinking, God, they must be finished by now. And then I'd check in and send in a text or whatever, thinking that maybe you'd finished, like, hey, watch my team. Because I thought you guys were starting at, like, 11 a.m. Maybe he's actually starting to draft at, like, <laughs> potentially starting to draft at about two or something. So I thought maybe by, like, six, seven o'clock it's going to be done. Yeah. And I think I texted around that time and you were on, like, round six. Of yeah, we didn't start <laughs> actually drafting until about four o'clock in the afternoon. But, what, but my favourite bit about... Um, the drafting is the fact that even though it's relatively simple, some people just don't understand it at all. Go on. You just sat there and like Johnny's trying to, everyone, there's lots of people with calculators and Johnny's sat there trying to like scribble down numbers and add things up like he hasn't done since 1982. Then Meds <laughs> is asking everyone like, oh, who's this player? Mel is making like, quipping about how many like sweets he's had and all that. It's just ridiculous, man. Everyone's having a good time. Then, you know, I don't know. It's a good... I've missed it. I did miss it. That's the truth. Where were you on draft day? Uh, Explain to people. Um, I was unable to attend because I was in Edinburgh. I'm doing a play with the National Theatre called Peter Gint and we were at the Edinburgh International Festival. We did a show on the Sunday. We were meant to do two shows, but the Sunday evening got cancelled, I think, because ticket sales were quite low. <laughs> oh, it's got really good reviews, though. And I saw it. It's excellent. I really enjoyed it. Thanks, man. You're very good, in it? In oh, all your roles. Thanks very much. That's lovely. <laughs> Um, so we ha- you had a caretaker manager, Daniel yeah, Sharman. Daniel. You, you met don't... with him beforehand, didn't you? Yeah, da- uh, Bradley's, Bradley um, linked Daniel and I up uh, like on a little um, 
a little date and we we met up and had a coffee and spoke about what I would like from him drafting my team and um, what advice did you give him I gave him I, I did give him some quite good advice but then I kept the thing is you can you can go so many different ways like do you just try and buy like uh, you know a, a really good Liverpool striker and a really good Man City striker then get everyone else for one point which is probably going to get you much more points than trying to spread it out but then I also said um, the majority of people get a little bit drunk because like you're drinking some beers and all that and potentially if he doesn't drink which he said he doesn't uh, he could just be very very patient and then get a lot of the players later on who I mean if you look at the board after like pick eight or something everyone's going for one or two points I heard about Pete so he was winning the, the bids later on for any players he wanted because he had exposed Winkham what did he do he, I don't know did he he did he, something wrong or something? I don't know. No, that was uh, Dutz did Dutz something wrong. Was that Dutz? He, did his, he got his maths wrong. Oh, yeah. Pete yeah. always takes his time, but Dutz got his maths wrong and he could he could win the things later on or something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I said these things to Daniel and um, Dan, and uh, then I also said, well, you're going to be there for a long time, so you may as well do what you want. He also told me he was an Arsenal supporter, so he wouldn't sign any Tottenham players. Then he got me three Tottenham players. <laughs> 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 um, I just said, well, just you should just go and have a nice time. I mean, I kept. I, sometimes I was going. I maybe I should ask him to get X, Y, or Z. But then I thought well, there was no point in that, is there? Because like everyone's going to want this. Everyone wants the same players, really. Looking at your team now, yeah. Um, who are you really pleased with, and who are you wish, do you wish he hadn't really bothered with? No, well, to be honest, I think I've got like the Son has. He's got potential to be like Tottenham's best player on any season, or at least top top three maybe if if Ericsson and Kane aren't doing anything then Son's probably going to be thereabouts but then Mount as well but Son I remember quite a lot of the time Son would be smashing in two goals a game you're doing great Ryan Fraser uh, had a great season last season but like you picked him up after Bradley picked him up after like week two or three or something and no one had drafted him is that right something like that's that. correct yeah um, and Ryan Fraser's Scottish so you just assume that he's not going to do that well going forward Juan Bissaka, everyone's going nuts. Yeah, great. Walker Peters, maybe we were talking today. Maybe his the Tottenham wing backs aren't going to play so much. No idea who Haller is, but I did. <laughs> um, I did. I did Google him a couple of times, and it seems he's also a big money player. But then he was at Frankfurt, where they had they had this amazing strike force of him, Jovic or Kovacic or something, and then some other kid. Uh, Matinho is like Portugal's most experienced player of all time, and hopefully he'll do well. But he's a bit of an assists guy, and hopefully hits all the corners. I don't know. Everyone seems, it seems like a much better, um, like, s- basis for starting a season than I had uh, last season when I was in charge of it. So thanks, <laughs> thanks very much, Dan. Well, when, I first, when I first read it, I thought, well, yeah, good, because I, I did think um, potentially what he, it seems like it is a little bit spread out with, like, who he's got. So, I mean, Son for 39 is quite a lot, but the other guy's 22, 22, 7 for one of These are players, I told Dan about how, like, I don't know if it was last season or the season before, signed maybe Trippier for like 21 points or whatever, thinking, yeah, he's going to have a great season. He's a great player. He gets loads of assists, but he just never really played. So I was like, please don't do that, you know? But, um... Now you tried to sign Trippier this season. Of course he did. That's what I'm talking about. Like, you just sat there and there's people saying, like, can I have Rivaldo? (laughs) You know what I mean? Um, That's what really wound me up, though, Phil. Um, Because when you... Because it was... I talked about it on last week's podcast. I'm not going to go into it. I've kind of, I, I vented my frustrations last week. But there was people, I felt like people were helping each other out. And so people that hadn't done their research, 
when everyone's like, "Ooh, that's a really good, that's a really good one. I'm going to go for it." Then people that hadn't done their research kind of thought, "Oh, I better, I better uh, sort of bid for that person." Oh, I see. But yeah, that's. I mean, I don't think you should get wound up off about that. It's just the way it goes, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> There's one chap in mind. He's a twelve pick Connor Wickham. He he was once I think Sunderland's record signing. He was at Ipswich. He scored a few cracking goals where he'd like pick up the ball inside his own half, run down the wing and score. But he's a bit kind of seems like football's moving forward a little bit, and guys like that aren't really don't mm. really have a place in the Premier League. Because, but I hope he does. But then he might be one of the first people I might. Yeah want to get rid of in order to get someone who's a bit more jinky. Well, it's a bit more what? Jinky. Jinky Johnson. <laughs> I love that. You remember that, that. You remember that winger? <laughs> it was Jinky Johnson, but it was the art, little arm movement that went with it. Well, it's got me. Jerry Jinky Johnson. Jerry Jinky Johnson. <laughs> um, yeah, it's moved, football, it's moved on a lot because who would have thought, just going on it very quickly, if you don't mind, who would have thought it that last season we had Andy Robertson and Trent Alexander-Arnold who are a left back and a right back, respectively, who were two of the top scorers. Well, I would have so, thought. I would have thought that. But no. But talking about when we first start, don't well, when we first, don't when do we it on purpose. No, no, no you do it on purpose. You are when you start. You go like, who's going to get clean sheets and who's going to get lots of assists? You go, Andy Robertson's going to get lots yeah. of assists. He's going to get clean sheets because he plays for Liverpool. When you say with Trent Alexander, and you're, being, like, you're being deliberately you obtuse. You're doing it on purpose. Because if what I was saying is like seven years ago when we started it, uh-huh. who would have thought that two left backs would have got so many? A uh, left back and a right back would have got so many points. I I assume if we'd thought about it, we would have thought it. So you don't think the game moved? <laughs> don't encourage him. There was a moment in the in one of the 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 season that uh, Peter won it, right? Yeah. It was also the season I think that Leicester won the league, right? Is that true? No. Okay. Yare won it the season. Leicester you had, league, which you explains had the anomaly of Yare winning the league. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because it was the one season no one could predict. Okay, well, but when, Leicester, when Peter, Leicester City were five thousand to one to win the league, and they wow. won the league, and that's wow. who I support. I just remember I kept, I kept on looking at Peter's team, and he he had like a really it was really solid defensively. It wasn't like he had it. I can't remember him like he probably did have a good strike or whatever, but it was just like that he put, had players from teams that had all these clean sheets. It was like the league the people weren't scoring that much goals in the league. Yeah. And then the next season, I remember like it just all blew up. Everyone was scoring left, right, and centre. Or am I, am I talking absolute nonsense? No, you're not. But what, no, like seasons fluctuate, don't they? In terms of who, which areas become so I, more. So I remember after seeing prominent. Pete's team, I was thinking, well, maybe this team will try and have a solid back back line or whatever. And then yeah. you and then you go like, well, who can I get? And you go you, sometimes a couple of years ago, you got teams who can get like you can get their defenders maybe like West Brom were doing really well they were sort of a good defensive team or whatever and then yeah. the next season they're like the worst defensive team in the league and you go like who would have saw that coming I, but you but you still go with one of the best teams in the league who have who are play like attacking wing backs who are good at crossing and getting the ball into the box and they have three fucking world class strikers <laughs> to aim at then who's going to then who's going to have loads of points probably those wing backs yes obviously but what obviously obviously signing defenders in good teams with clean sheets is obviously going to get you good points what I'm saying is the style of play where you get those those left like a left back and a right back attacking that's changed a lot over the last five or ten years I don't think so cool um, <laughs> if, I, I, if you'd say if, oh my God. If, if all of a sudden next season like everybody wants to sign um, like uh, you uh, a Roy Keane type player who's never going to get you any points but he's actually a really good player to have in your team yeah. as a as an actual football supporter if they always, if something comes into the game that makes them 
eight, capable of just of getting more than just your uh, one point for a clean sheet and and like their two assists a season. I think that's a good point. I but do think if, the game if, should adapt to reward defensive midfielders. Yeah, because no one's picked Kante this season. No yeah. one's picked Kante. Nobody He's one of the best yeah, players if you were picking in the game. an actual team from the Premier League who you wanted to compete, you would pick definitely Kante. To explain to Jose, is a guy who, uh, he was a defensive midfielder for Leicester, this team that had 500 to 1 odds at winning the league, and they won. He won player of the season. And he then signed for a team called Chelsea, for the next season and then they won the league mm. he's incredible isn't he? but like wow. in fantasy football points he he doesn't get many fantasy football points because he doesn't get any assists he doesn't get any goals because he's sort of what the, he's like the workhorse of the team he's the, not specifically in the involved in their eyes in either end of the pitch yeah so the points come at either end of the pitch mm-hmm. either through not conceding goals if you're a defender or scoring or assisting them as a but as if he got in, interceptions and tackles if that was brought in to yeah. fantasy football, yeah. he'd be a much more um, he'd be a, he'd be a much more appetising sort of purchase. He'd be going for thirty odd points, and I th- and I think for our um, the way we play the draft, however, it would make it much more interesting with regards to therefore going forward with trades and stuff. Because, yeah, because people would want to be changing, not just looking for the the wing backs and the strikers, because those are the people no one wants to get rid of. Yeah, if 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 everybody if everybody can see value in the whole team, then people are going like, well, maybe I'll get him for a few a few days. That he's going to, you know, he's he's going to have some big games or whatever, and you're going to you can yeah. see points happening there. We this may lead to us having to investigate other draft platform games that are that are out there. We use PremierLeague.com, but maybe there's one out there that sort of incorporates the idea of defensive midfielders. You know, other sort of positions that are not rewarded in the same way, like goalkeepers, for example, only scoring six points if they score. Should be twenty points if they score yeah. it off. It's a goalkeeper, <laughs> for say. but it never happens. But they get the same points as a defender would get. Anyway, so that was Phil's reaction to his draft team. <laughs> What have you learned in the, in the space of the last half an hour? An amazing amount. Of <laughs> I would. I wouldn't have a clue. I'd be like, what, what, are, what are these guys talking about, man? Well, you know, it's amazing. What the most amazing thing for me is when Phil got going. I was just staring because there was not much I was understanding, but I could understand the body language. <laughs> and he was impassioned. And would not be interrupted, and that was something to watch. That was cool. Wow. Was it? But you weren't understanding his football terminology or his accent. Uh, a little bit of both. <laughs> <laughs> so something else that sparked a lot of controversy, and uh, we received a lot of comments about, was uh, Pete's predictive algorithm, largely based on the fact that there didn't seem to be much of a system other than <laughs> Pete just making it up as he went along. Yeah. Congratulations for those of you who suggested that was the case. That's exactly what it That's was. Exactly yeah. the case. Yeah, I mean, yeah. an algorithm. Then he was saying like um, the data input and the, the knowledge we're getting from it. But what is he's it? but what he's done is he's gone. For example, he's looked at a team. He's looked at sort of say he's looked at um, my team. So he looked at my team and gone, Andy Robertson. Okay, I predict he will get one hundred and twenty points. Right? He's just predicted that. Based on his knowledge of football, 
and also based on, well, I assume just his knowledge of football and also whether he likes not, not sort of me or not. <laughs> <laughs> and he's gone, oh, Andy Robertson's going to... Whereas, you know, Dembele, we don't know what he's going to do, but he might have predicted him 40 points where he might get 80 points. It's, it's, it's systematically flawed because basically he's just made well, it Well, there's up. no system. Well, there's a system, but it's, it's not... The, the, it's his the, opinion. I, what? It's his opinion. Yeah, it's not an algorithm. He's just saying that I... Is he, he, you guys have got him on here and he's going like, oh, yeah, I think uh, Robertson's going to get 200 points. And then added them all up and then said, well, I can't have 15 players on the team. I've only got 11. Added them all up and then given his thing. I mean, he must be so bored at his job. What is he working? He... Finance or something? <laughs> no, he works, uh, he so works in uh, data, data analytics. Data, 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 data analytics. <laughs> so dull, man. Manchester United just got a penalty. Is this a VAR imposed penalty? Uh, the referee's called it. Connor Cody's brought the man down. Looks pretty assured. He looks gutted by it being a penalty. And hopefully... Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, Pogba's shouting at everyone, Pogba's, so he's obviously going to take it. Pogba's trying to pull rank and get the ball to take the penalty, even though he's no longer the penalty. Oh, oh, it's a dive! Oh. No, that's a dive. That's it's gay. a dive! Well, that, he's played for that. It's a dive, but he's got no option. Oh, oh, oh there's, no, 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 there's no, a clip. There's no, a clip. No, he's been left his foot in. Nah, left foot not. clip. That's a penalty. Slowed it down. That's a penalty. What's that for you, Jose? Does that look like a penalty? I didn't see Pogba's Pogba's taking it. I mean, this is annoying. Rashford is the designated penalty taker. And that's no, why you've chosen them in your team. Them. They need to bring Mason Greenwood on for this. I hope, I really hope. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I don't think he's going to I, at all. I really hope Pogba misses now. Rui Patricio, save. Come on, Rui. Bradley tried to get me to take Rui Patricio from last season for some reason. Mm. He's starting to run up. He's going left. Yeah. Oh! Save it! Save it! Yes! Oh! Yes. Who's got Patricio? If anyone listens to this back, I mumbled it before he kicked. I said he's gonna miss it. Ah, turn it up. Yeah, he's. What was it? He was in his head about it. He took three breaths, and you could just see it in his body language. I felt that way with Colombia when they lost the Copa America. 
our guy couldn't do it. And I, I saw it in his face and his body language. He was just going to miss it. There you go. I would I, say his ego missed that penalty. His ego nope. just cost United a second yeah, goal. Yeah, if you, if you listen, to said left. he was going to say, go left, he did. No, but if you listen to Pogba, he's, he's actually very articulate and he speaks very well. And Doesn't seems, mean he's not got an ego, though. Well, Doesn't I, mean he doesn't throw his weight around no, when he wants to take Yeah, but he's also a very good footballer. He's much better than Rashford as a footballer. So not when it comes to penalties, to mate. What? When he wants to be. Not yeah. when it comes to penalties, Yeah, and when he wants to be, he does well, doesn't he? He won the World Cup. So he just when, he when's just the, when's the last time anyone from England won the World Cup? So bringing in 1966. <laughs> when was the last time anyone from Scotland won the World Cup? Bring well, we don't win things, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so bringing it back to fantasy football, that means that Pogba will get minus points for missing a penalty. Who's got Pogba? Is it Mantle? Mantle's got good. Pogba. Great. And which means whoever has the Wolves goalkeeper will get extra points because you get points for a penalty saved. And it's Yare who's got Patricio. <laughs> Super so, wow. so in about three seconds we'll know, be receiving like a message, message from him. No? Unless he's not put him in as his keeper. Who's his other keeper? Heaton, he might have... Villa. He might have put in Villa. Mate, sorry, can we just talk about Yore's team? Go Guess on. who he's got in goal? He's got Heaton in goal. Oh, fantastic. That's why he's being quiet. Yeah, so so he's got Patricio. So our friend Yore has Patricio on the bench, which means he's going to get extra points that he won't get... So Patricio currently has eight points. Heaton has one of oh, three points. <laughs> I'm just pleased that surely Paul Pogba can't be taking any more penalties for Manchester United. Look at the look on his face. He's he knows he's throwing it away. So that is the match that's happening at the moment. But they're also, this is the last match of the game week. Correct. So a quick question for Jose. Have you had any awareness of what's been going on? You've ever heard any chat about the games this weekend? No one, Nothing. No one on set. Jose is over... Um, filming a secret project we can't talk about. However, that's why he's joined us. I mean, really, he's joined us to record he, the podcast. He right? heard the draft podcast was happening, mm-hmm. and this project happened to line up with him wanting to be on the draft podcast. So he was like, "Well, I'll do the, I'll do, I'll do the project because that means I can be on the draft." All right, I'll take the massive movie that you're offering me, but um, <laughs> only because I'm going to be in the country anyway. <laughs> so no one's been talking about it. Everyone's been far too professional working on the movie yep. to actually That's correct. talk I about Premier League football. No knowledge of what was happening. That does not sound like a set I want to be on. <laughs> <laughs> so, Marcus, what football did you see this weekend? Well, the one that I went out of my absolutely out of my way to watch was Chelsea versus Leicester. I wonder why that was. Obviously. I was back home in Leicester. I was watching it with my brother yeah. uh, and my nephew who was wearing full goalkeeper kit. <laughs> goalkeeper kit? Yeah. yeah. Wow. He was wearing the brand new Leicester City it's goalkeeper kit. It's cold in Leicester, isn't it? <laughs> it's cold in Leicester. <laughs> um, I think we were, I think Leicester were hugely unlucky not to come away with a win and I feel like Madison, talking about fantasy football, mm. bringing it back to fantasy football, I feel like Madison, who I'm a huge fan of, I feel like he's had a bit of a slow start this season you're I feel... so big a fan that you don't own him you didn't draft no him. no I didn't I wanted to but by that point obviously Pete drafted him later on and I didn't have the points so he wasn't I had him last priority I had him last season he went for five points yeah nice man he went I think I think I got him for more last season because everyone just gets rid of all the points early and then there's all these players that go for like Ceballos one point like what's going on <laughs> if you'd have been here mate you could have if you'd have been here, you could have... You but you're the one that was that. talking to Dan about having going big on the big players. No, no, no. I said to him, uh, my, 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 I think my lasting advice to him was, was like, just wait, don't go big. Yeah. Then you can, you'll be able to get, you'll be able to get very good points. We'll get you probably 
the same percentage of points as the people who are the stars um, for much less money and you'll, not be, you'll have to worry about it. So going back to Madison, who I didn't sign this year, but I feel like he was he he got the most goal he created the most goal scoring opportunities last year mm. in the Premier League. This year I feel like he's going for goal himself a bit too much. He needs to revert back to type, which is become um become a, a chief assister. Do you think against a team like Chelsea he sort of have to modify your game a little bit though in terms of I don't think anyone really knows how Chelsea are playing at the minute. I don't think they've got a. I mean, obviously, yeah, they had preseason with Frank Lampard and they've had like the first game, but I don't. Away at Chelsea, though, like. They just attack. You like, Leicester went out of. Leicester had so many opportunities. And I, yeah. No, maybe you're right. I think you're right. Maybe he was. They were just under instructions just to go for it. And right. they did. Like, second half, they should they should have. They could have scored three or four in the second half. You signed your second Leicester centre back this week. Yeah, I did. I did. I did. I did. Um, that, because the. Player that I signed had been transferred out of his team. You got rid of the disgraceful Lauren Koscielny. Yeah, I got rid of Koscielny. Well and I watched Leicester's first match last week. Um, and, and thought, there's a name I can't pronounce. I best yeah. bring him in. Turkish guy. <laughs> yeah, Turkish guy, Soonchu. He's the only Leicester defender. <laughs> Sorry, bless you. <laughs> he was the only Leicester defender that didn't get drafted. And last week, he was the most impressive Leicester defender oh. in the match. He was... He's got a good hair. He's got a good barnet. He's not. He needs to sort it right <laughs> out, doesn't he? I thought that's why you drafted him. But again, it's one of those ones where... If does, we, does he, can I just ask, does he look like me as a figurine? Your figurine's hair is no, tidier. Is he a like-for-like replacement? Has a Maguire? The thing that's annoying about Maguire at the minute so, um, is... He seems to already be playing better at Manchester United. Like that first game, he seemed to play better yeah. last week than he did all last season for Leicester. Right. I mean, he's getting more money, isn't he? What are you going to pay? If you if you're getting paid more money, you're going to work harder. Would you say he's playing with a slightly better <laughs> standard of players? Or I feel like he. I feel like because everyone's been going on. Oh, man, you need more set. You know, better defense. This, that, and the other. He's been drafted in the most expensive defender in the world. He, I so think, it doesn't really mean anything to be honest. No, no, no. It? But it what, doesn't mean but anything. If you don't finish, he feels. I think he might feel the responsibility is on him. So maybe he's more focused, or maybe I don't know. I don't think it's because he's getting paid more money. <laughs> <laughs> you don't act better when you get paid more money, or Absolutely do you? Absolutely do. <laughs> is that your problem? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I made the mistake of captaining Milivojevic uh, this game week. And the reason why that was such a big mistake is watching Crystal Palace suggest that they are in for a serious relegation battle. Going down. They were awful. Targeted. I wonder if they'll get the same out of Zaha this season. I wonder if his heart... Zaha doesn't want to be there. And I think that seemed to show. Zaha was trying to force through a... Transfer on the very on the even right to the very end of the transfer deadline, he was trying to force through a transfer so he could get away from the team. And I feel like he's been very wow. badly advised actually because he wanted to leave last year, and then Crystal Palace said, "Stay with us one more year, and we'll we'll give you a new contract with more money." But it means that when we sell you, we'll sell you for more, and we'll get more money. So you'll help the club that helped you as a kid, and. When someone comes in, we'll we'll sell you next year, but we just need you for this season. So he went, okay, I'll take the higher wage. Mm-hmm. 
and under the under, understanding that you'll sell, sell me when someone comes in. Crystal Palace have not sold him when someone's come in because his price is now too high. Hmm. And so they've now held on to a player who, as I say, I feel has been very poorly advised to sign that contract. If he'd have waited a year, he could have run down his contract. They either would have had to have sold him a year before or he'd be a free agent and his wages yeah, right. would be double what they are now, whatever Palace. If it's about money, then he would have made double what he's got now at Palace. After a while, you just don't want to keep you don't know how to find motivation. Yeah. Well, you uh, your motivation is to find a different perspective. And you got to go like, okay, I've just represented my country, like the that. African yeah. Cup of Nations. Okay, I'm uh, one of the highest paid uh, people in, in the world. Okay, I play every week in the Premier League. Like, it's one of the best things in the world. Like, what are you doing? Like, faffing about. He needs like, you. I want to go to Arsenal. He needs you on his team. I want to go to Everton or whatever. Yeah, but, like, yeah does he not want to achieve more though? No, but what is uh, what, what is achieving more efficient? Champions League football. Champions League football. Yeah, okay, right. Um, sometimes you have to, like, I would much rather be, like, a very good player and an all right team than, a, than, than like, messing about, like, getting uh, two games a month for a, one of the big teams with, like, I, I, I'd much rather play, if, I would much rather be in that the position of being, like, you could do really well with Crystal Palace. You could uh, win What's the cup doing again. really well, though? Oh, when, when the cup or get into Europe or something like that is doing really well. But they're not doing that. Yeah, okay, so if you go to one of the big four teams or five teams, right, and you come fifth, then you must feel so shit. Because that means you've come last. But you're playing Doesn't Europa it? League football. like it, No, Europa League is Mickey Mouse League, apparently. Well, well, I, I, don't, one, I don't disagree, but like, it's better than just sort of mediocrity every season one minute surely. you're saying he's got to change his attitude the next minute you're saying if you finish fourth or fifth you're yes. last yes no, <laughs> that's, that's if that's if being in one of those big teams means that you're going for the top place yeah so if, you, if, if 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 he can't aim to win the league with Crystal Palace even though Leicester won the league a couple of years ago freak phenomenon not going to happen with Crystal Palace yeah it's, I mean it's happened five, once five years ago you can say it never happened with Leicester it's what happened once in a in a hundred in a hundred and however many years of the football league. It's happened once, right? Whatever. I mean, the bo- the boys, the, the, <laughs> the, the guy, the guy. If he's like, uh, I, I, he saw I saw him come on in the the first game, and he, he did all right. He was like, he came on as a sub. Did he start the last game of the weekend? Yeah. I mean, Sheffield he Jeff played. Might, this isn't to say. I'm not saying. Is he, I'm is not he saying on he's here? Is he, yeah, he's in Yara's team. Spent thirty two points on him. Mm. I'm not saying he's he's suddenly become a bad player, but the way he plays is he's, not with the motivation of if I play well, someone will come in and sign me. The, he's playing like a player who has frustration, yeah, yeah, that's, and isn't as motivated because he isn't as inspired to play for Palace. Norwich versus Newcastle. He's gonna. We should do. We should do a feature on Timo Puki. <laughs> <laughs> What's his name? This week on Timo Puki Watch, he scores a hat trick. So this guy has been, to fill you in, um, he has, so he's been promoted from a championship, um, from the championship with his team Norwich. Okay, he's played two games in the premiership, which is the top league. It's probably arguably the best league in the world. And he scored five goals in two games. Oh Four goodness. goals in, in two games. Was it? Yeah. yeah. It felt like he feels <laughs> So he's from Finland. They don't produce a massive amount of players. People, people generally. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like slightly limited. Lipmanum, Yari Lipmanum was yeah, yeah, uh, was a player during the day, and 
on draft day, he was a player that lots of people had their eyes on. But by the time he came up, nobody had any money for. And I think Nick has bagged him for three. Mm-hmm. Nick has bagged him for three at a point where everyone else had kind of shot their bolt on a lot of other players. Yeah. And anyone, apart from Wolf, he's still probably hadn't made a pick by that point. But three was quite expensive for Wolf, so uh, he steered away. So, Pookie Watch. Pookie Watch. A hat trick in his second game. But he, <laughs> he played for Celtic and he didn't do, did nothing for Celtic. He might, well, somebody argued on the draft WhatsApp chat that it's just form and his form will dip and he won't carry on playing. So like this. maybe Nick wants to do a trade because he might get a better player. That's not a bad shout. Now might be the time to trade Pookie because he's hot, he's on fire. Maybe you get a. Marcus wants him, doesn't he? Marcus I wants really him. want him. <laughs> um, um, it looks like he's going to be, unless that something incredible happens in this Manchester United Wolves game in the next three minutes. Three minutes. It looks like Pookie is going to be the top scorer of game week two. The first week was Ryan Sterling. He got 20 points. Nick Captain got 40. Pookie has 17 points with his hat trick. Well, it could be fun. Remember one of the first years we did it, Eric Dyer was like top point scorer or something because no one had signed him. And it, like, he's a good, good person to draft, isn't he? Was he getting 40 points a season? Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Look who's coming on, Marcus. Yes, Mason Greenwood. He could be the he could be the difference. He could win this match for them. Dan James coming off. Booked mm. off. So Mason about, Greenwood has about two time minutes, in, Marcus. Two minutes to make a difference. This is it. He has two minutes to have an assist for Marcus Rashford to score. <laughs> no, he has two minutes for a goal. A self-assisted goal. Oh, no! Rashford's coming oh, up! Yes. Come off! Off you go, mate. Well played. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, there's my game week over. For those of you who heard me on BBC Radio 5 Live's fighting talk this week, uh, my player to... My most important player of the week was Mason Mount. Oh, yes! Not just for the game week, but for the future of Chelsea Football Club Mason Mount scored within seven minutes of the game against oh, Leicester oh so annoying and was, was, one bit of me was really happy for you <laughs> the rest of me was livid about it as usual we'd like to thank our producer Zach Brown cheers Zach mate thanks very much also Kate Bellamy and Matthew Melaloo for the artwork at kate.made.this at Matthew Melaloo and for our music, CJ Pandit. CJ Pandit! Also, Will Coburn, wcobernphotography.com. Thank you, mate. Thanks for all the pictures. They're bloody brilliant. And last but no means least, our wonderful friends and hosts over at... Acast! Cheers, Acast. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Also, subscribe. Because the subscription thing's going really well for us. So keep it rolling. You get notified every Monday morning when we drop a new episode. Every Monday morning, Marcus? Well, most Monday mornings. Most <laughs> Monday mornings. We'll see how that goes. Until next time, draft safe.